everybody, and welcome to Stark Raven Mad. I remember the name of this podcast. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stark Raven Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast. This is our second thoughts podcast. My name is not Mike Marback. Oh, <gasps> what is it? It's David Danella. I'm here. All the again. names you could choose that wasn't Mike Marback. Why would you choose David Danella? I don't know. It's like got. Two D's in it. It's like I guess you're right. I'm convinced. Duh. My name's also David Danella now. I like that. No, I no, 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 no. I want to be Donna DeVella. <sighs> Ooh, I changed my mind. I'm also that. Okay. Okay, well, I'll stay David Danella. Um, I am hosting In Lieu of Mike. The inmates are running the asylum, right? How crazy is that? I just uh, shot a guard. Yeah. Uh, but going around to my right. Uh, my name is Caitlin Weigel. And this is Rob Alessiani. Caitlin, welcome back to the pod. You have not you. been on since we pitched alternate shows, right? Yeah, since I brought everyone bread and yeah. pitched a really lovely show. That was August. Yeah, that was August. Months so we have heard from by. My beard is much longer. Yeah, mm-hmm. big beard. Uh, for those who don't remember, for uh, if you're not a huge SRM head... Uh, <laughs> is that the name of our followers, SRM heads? Oh, what, uh, uh S- can we call them like SR well, we, M&Ms? No, we, I think we called them the S-R-Me. Oh, that's oh, great. Not yeah. Starkies. Oh, we can call them Starkies too. Um, but for those of you, for those of you who are new members, new recruits into the S-R-Me, uh, Caitlin, uh, pitched a show that was Game of Thrones with no conflict. Yes. <laughs> it follows Hot Pie and Sam Farley, and they make bread and tell stories. Oh, yeah. It's really pleasant. Um, it feels like being in a sleeping bag with your socks on, and then you take your socks off and your feet are warm. Mm-hmm. It feels like that with TV. Yes, and um, even the stories that Samwell and Hot Pie tell don't have conflict. No conflict. Yeah. They're it's just, just like stories you would tell your mom when you call her on the phone to mm-hmm. check in. Yeah, just kind of like... Painting the picture without actually absolutely making any conflict. Oh, I still love it. I think it's still a strong pitch. Great. Um, so actually, why don't we start with this, uh, Caitlin? Since you're new, uh, what was your uh, what's your take on the season so far? Season so far, I've really enjoyed it as a book reader. Uh, I just would like to put that out there. I did read the books. I know how to read. I'm good at it. Um, as a book reader, it's nice to see how the story extends beyond. I mean, we've got a kind of a glimpse in the past season, and it's been interesting to see how it diverged from the books. But now it's cool because shit is happening. Shit that I've been waiting to happen in the books. Like, fucking Daenerys doing anything. She's bumming me the F out. Um, so I really enjoyed this season so far. I thought, it, not this week's episode, but the week before, was a little bit snooze city because I actually did fall asleep. Um, but this week's episode was great, and it was a total lady win episode. Yeah. So I really enjoyed the season so This whole far. season's been... I think they were like, ugh, after last season. Like, yeah. we need to... We need to give all the, the ladies in the show some some oh, stuff. Something, yeah. yeah. Well, like the story's been great. I've been super engaged. As always, I think like their ability to switch between characters is such like it, it's like a short story anthology, and it's great. It moves really quickly. The one thing I don't like about this season is they seem so much more aware of the internet. If that makes sense. Yeah. They keep saying like quippy one liners that you yeah. know someone wants to turn into a meme. And being like, "That's what I do. I drink and I oh like, talk." Everybody who's got like tea fury, um, I drink and I know things. Yeah. Yes, that's what it was. It was so fucking dumb. They're all saying things and being like, you're such a bitch. Yeah. Why would you? Oh. Do you know like about tea for, like tea for Fury Miners? <laughs> like people who can do like basic graphic design, they'll watch shows like this and they'll design a shirt. And as they'll put they're it, watching? As like, they'll just design a shirt and they'll get it out like the next day or two. Then they'll spend 50 to $100 in Facebook ads. They'll put it up on T-Fury and they'll sell it on T-Fury. And they'll do this for like... 
ton. They'll just make a bunch of designs, 20 different designs. If one of those designs, um, like, sells a thousand shirts, they've made, like, three to four thousand dollars. And they'll just do this until, like, one shirt gets, like, you can make a hundred thousand dollars on a t-shirt if you, if you hit the right mark. What? Like, and it's just, it's, it's, it's literally a scattershot approach to selling t-shirts. And that's what I keep seeing suggested ads on Facebook because I like a, yeah, if you're a graphic designer. I'm going to, I'm going to do that, but But it's just that the, I, I I drink, that's what I do. I drink and I know things is on like eight different unofficial t-shirts. Someone freaking thrown a softball. It was some writer who was a a friend on TV. He was like, wink, here you go, buddy. It's been very quippy this season. It seems like they hired a new, they hired one of the Lonely Island guys. I don't like the quips. Yeah. I don't understand, but I, that also brings up a point to me, which is if I was a writer, Mm -hmm. I would, without question, I would be throwing it. To my boys, I'd be like, yo, get this t-shirt made before the season comes out. Look, this is the line. Trust me. Yeah. I'd be like, here here are my bangers. Here they go. Right. Mm -hmm. That'd be like if you you were a writer on um, Big Bang Theory before it premiered and you were like, guys, uh, whatever the stupid thing is that they do on that show. Oh, I thought Bazinga. you were going to have a t- Bazinga. Like, guys, oh, yeah. get that made. Own Bazinga.com right now, and the network I work for <laughs> will buy it from you for a hundred grand. Yeah. Um, so, Rob, uh, yeah. talk to me. Uh, you, I was uh, not here. Talk to me about the, your take on the episode. Uh, I thought it was pretty bonkers. Um, I thought so many things happened. We finally had two Starks. You know, I'm, I'm calling... I'm calling Jon Snow a Stark. I, I am also convinced that by the end of the show, he will be officially a Stark. Literally, I'm thinking in terms of like who the true heir to to uh, Winterfell is. Yeah. She's sitting there. Sansa. Sansa. Yeah. Sa- doesn't does not Sansa have the power to just legitimize him right there? Because I believe that she does. Someone who is a more uh, more of an expert on Westerosi uh, politics might be able to. I guess not because I guess dude's officially the warden of the north, but I bet you she could do it, and a ton of bannermen would follow. Because a ton of people, the north remembers. But why would she want to? I mean, why would Sansa want to do that? I mean, I understand why. Like, why it makes sense. Get Stark back in the north. I don't know. Uh, uh, I, it, but it, isn't she kind of neither here nor like sure that like this sure. episode with Sansa being like it's listen you motherfucker <laughs> I don't care how mopey you feel and I don't care whether you're in it or you're out I got killed oh you got it killed it hurt yeah I got raped and thrown off the tower oh but look at my look at my boobs I do need to know what's going on with his wounds like he he did drink something this episode which which like were you expecting like, it to just come out whole like in Pirates of the Caribbean he didn't heal nothing healed he didn't you don't think they healed he died immediately no his entire immune system shut down but don't you think it kicked back right in as soon as he was reanimated maybe but they're like oh there's all this necrotic flesh here like I want to know it the physics necrotic he was if he was dead a day no it was longer than that had it been a week no way no way no chance. I just want to know what's going on with those wounds. They did not immediately heal, but he was drinking things. He was so. presumably dead, at least for one day, because Red Lady, he died in the night, and the next night, Red Lady, I guess it's super we saw cold her older body. But he so. was in a heated room. I am not convinced that there's not some gross rot going on. So you think, what, he's part zombie now? No, I just think he's part rotting. Not zombie. Are you worried He's about very obviously. Smelling? Yeah. I, here's my main point is that Jon Snow's a stinky bastard right now. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Put that on a t-shirt. Oh, speaking of stinky bastards, we're gonna we're gonna parlay that right into Ducktales. Okay. Uh, we'll quickly play the jingle. Ooh, Ducktales. 
Um, for those of you who are new to this Second Thoughts episode, DuckTales is when we uh, we just deal with any mistakes we made in the previous episode. I imagine we didn't make too many. Um, but there was one mistake brought to our attention. It was brought to our, my attention by a uh, friend of the show, John, friend of mine personally also. Um, we were talking uh, about, in the last episode, about how Daenerys had a penchant for hot baths in the book. Baths mm-hmm. so hot that a normal human couldn't take them. And we said that hadn't been shown in the show. Well, John informed us. It's that happened in the fact, first episode. In fact, yes, in season one, episode one. Literally the first episode. Daenerys takes a really, really hot bath. It's too hot, my lady. And then gets right in there. And then oh, sorry. Like, that that's what happens when I'm not on the podcast. I want, a, I want a t-shirt that says it's too hot, my lady. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so and there's two arrows pointing around. <clears throat> so we apologize. I'm, I'm sure all the people, all the fans at home were listening to that and... Ooh, DuckTales, you caught us. I want to apologize for having to leave in eight minutes. Okay. Well, it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. And we were gonna, we were just gonna make that a seamless edit. So <laughs> thank you for ruining it. Spoiler. <laughs> uh, great. So, um, so what we could do right now mm-hmm. is we could just go over everything that happened in the show. But I don't want to. Do Didn't that. we do I, that? On that's what we Sunday? did. That's yeah. what we did this Sunday. This is like the crumbs. Yeah. What I want to. What are you thinking this about? Is, this is the crumbs. But yeah, this is. I want to. I want to know. I want to check in with you two. I want to know what you're thinking about and what now that we're a couple days away from it. Mm-hmm. What is the? What is? What are the things that have stayed with you, or what are the new things that have popped up? So what stayed with you first, and then mm-hmm. what's popped up? We're going to go in reverse order this time. So Rob's going to start, then Kate. Okay. I am very, very interested. As much as I don't really go in for, like, the love interest stuff about the show, um, I'm very, very interested in Brienne and Tormund Giants Bane and and those two just, like, having a thousand wildling babies. Um, But I don't know. Like, so obviously Tormund's about it. Mm -hmm. Brienne is not... But do we know that she's not? Or do you think it's just her being like, what the fuck is I think it's literally, like, I think it's going to be, like... I was that awkward kid that, like, got a girlfriend way later than everybody else and was just kind of convinced I was going to be a priest, right? So I'm putting myself in Brienne's place here. And then someone took interest in me one day, and I was like, what the fuck? No. This is dumb. What's wrong with you? I just want to play magic cards. She has, like, wildling bias, too, right? She's from this house, so she for sure is like, ooh. I just hope... What I want to see more than anything here, whether or not they end up together, I want to see Tormund, like, woo in the way of, like, a Westerosi person where he's like, what do Westerosi girls want? They want flowers and cooking dinner or something. And he's got to, like, like a picture of these posies, milady. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, I would really love that. Um, Uh, It's something we talk about a lot is that, like, when this show is at its best, it's also showing, like, warm things so that we... So that the parts that hurt really yeah, hurt, right? That was yeah. so warm. Um, like, season five was no fun because nothing nice was happening no. also. And I'm also obsessed with how um, dude who's playing Dario cannot keep his accent straight. Like, it's it's all He's over the place. He's a man of the world. He is. He's, he is all over the place. He doesn't like, give a shit. This might be the first time. I've always been a fan of this actor because I'm a huge fan of Tremaine. I've mentioned it before in the podcast, but he played a very prominent character through the show Tremaine. Um and I was always pro him because I do think he's less of a cartoon than the original Dario was. But the original Dario in the book was kind of cartoony. Like he, they even like toned him down for this. But this season, I was like, "Why are you here? Like, what what purpose do you serve?" Uh, those two fucking going to get her was like way too part of the Caribbean for me. He had a mud flap knife. 
the knife was like one of those dumb trucker mud flaps. Like, yeah. and it was just like, I have a partial yeah. knife, you know what? Dangerous curves and boobies and buns on it. <laughs> uh, so and there was no kind of payoff to that, like, why even tell us about the weapons? Like, there's no payoff now. Now Daenerys runs every Dothraki. The entire point of them being there was just so that there was, like, so that there were, like, uh, some Westerosi witnesses to what Yeah, and it was yeah. like, and it was like, she's like, and you're going to help me. You, I know what we're going to do, and you're going to help me. What did they help her with? You're going to help me by uh, fucking leaving. Yeah, right? Like, this thing. like, all, she had it completely under control. I don't maybe, know why. Maybe they were going to help her if it didn't go well. Maybe. Was it a red herring? She was so about, why was that door barred? So many questions. So many questions. So they can't escape. But, like, they barred that door. Yeah. Like, that's what I was thinking, like, maybe so they... maybe their only maybe, task. But did they bar... Did, did Dario and and and, um, and Sadie um, bar the door, or did... Was it yeah. barred by the... No, I Dario. Barred, yeah. Okay, so then that's, that's like their only job. job. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Aside from the something. fact that they're going like, to... Look, they're going to be the people that say, yeah, that actually happened later. Like, right. We need three rolls for this. Two to bar the door, and one person to touch fire and not get burnt. <laughs> Raise well, your hand if you can touch fire and knock it burn. Well, the other girl, I just need like a lady friend. Yeah, yeah, I just need like a friend. And I just need, I just need my girl here. I just need new Missendi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I liked like that. She was in it for very little. I liked her for some I liked reason. Her a yeah, lot. she's great. Yeah. She's yeah. great. She's like, I gotta I can't go pee. Wait to see that show, friendship, her, uh, show her the hole we pee in. Yeah, I, that was another thing. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm turning into. But and it's not like I wanted to see Daenerys pee or anything like that. But <laughs> when, when she left, I was like, "Wait, is she not actually going to pee?" Oh, it, t- it was such a weird thing. I did the same thing. It took me like three minutes to be like, "Oh wait, she's not peeing. She didn't have to pee." Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like thought, I didn't want to see her. I was just waiting yeah, for her. I was, to pee I was for just, a I just time. assumed that like she's going to be like, "Okay, we're going to do this plan. I will be right back." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is great. Seriously though, did need to pee. Just Come with me, new friend. Hold my skirt. Yeah. Cool. Uh, any other little crumbs before you have to Uh Super excited about the Ironborn still. Uh, I'm happy to be on the board. Cool. Yeah, you got your first prediction. Which is Leon Greyjoy will return to his family. Yeah, and it okay. wasn't even it wasn't even like uh, they're they're just everything this season is just like there's just better be big conflict coming, and I'm sure there is. But like so far, everything that I wanted to happen happened without too much fanfare. It was just like, oh, Starks are reunited, Theon's in the Iron Islands, Daenerys is actually doing shit and has a giant army now. Like so many things are just happening without like Jon Snow's alive. Everything's just yeah. yeah this is too scary. happy. It's scary because we're only four episodes. In. Exactly. Like this is a this is a breakneck pace they're keeping with this, even with Sleepy Time episode. Uh, the week before last. News City Man. <laughs> um, I love you all, listeners. I'll see you. With, I'll see you tomorrow. I forgot how much I fucking love Littlefinger. Oh yeah! I'm so glad he's back in. <laughs> I love him in a way that's like I I know he's a like slimy, self interested dude, but I think he's also magic. Like he knows a lot of weird stuff. Not like actual magic, right? Right, sure, right. But like he's cool. He's an interesting character, and I honestly got completely fucking forgot about him. Um, yeah, he's been so gone. So gone. Um, so it's funny that you bring this up because Mike Marbach uh, is in constant contact with me, uh, even when he's Thank on God. vacation. We, we are we are talking constantly, and uh, he got very mad at me because he said I didn't spend enough time talking about Littlefinger. Yeah. 
last or, or on Sunday. And um, he, you know, Mike has a penchant for conspiracy theories and predictions of and course. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he writes to me, Littlefinger said, time for the veil to join the fray. Could that perhaps have been a double meaning? And what Mike means by this? And again, of course, he, um, first of all, he, he couldn't believe that we didn't bring up, bring that into, bring that up on the pod. Yeah, how dare you? Uh, the, the potential for a double meaning. But, uh, what, what he thinks, what he, he thinks that this was Littlefinger play, using a play on words to say, the veil is going to go to the twins and avenge the Red Wedding on their way to Winterfell. What? How did he get that out of? Because Frey, like, can be right. both like the fracas and and like veil, the like a wedding veil. I, 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 is it a double pun? Is it a I don't double know. pun? I didn't even hear wedding but veil the first. Why time. would that be of interest to him? Because uh, he thinks it's going to happen. Because he predicted it at well, before. No, no, uh, not to Mark, oh. to uh, to Peter Peter Bailey. Okay, so we why? talked about this last. Uh, we talked about this a couple of days ago, which is. Um, I am still not entirely sure what Peter Baelish's end game is, right? And I think that one of the potentials is, is doesn't he have major Snape potential? Isn't there a potential that he just really, really loved Catelyn Stark? I think not, because he also, like, put all the things in motion that, yeah. like, caused all the... Dis- I mean, he, like, look, maybe he caused the things that caused Ned's death, and he thought, now I'll swoop in and get Catelyn. Right. And now he's avenging Catelyn's death when everything went to shit. Right. I think I think he possibly has snake potential, but I think he has to get bigger before we see that. Like I don't think it's gonna happen right now. Yeah. With avenging uh like Catelyn from the Red Wedding. Like I think it'll be he has to elevate higher before we see any of that. Because right now it's he still has so much like it'd be easy to knock him down right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um so what did, what did you like about Littlefinger's return? I I forgot that he's there, and he's, like, one of the more interesting people, right? So he has this, like, untouched army. He has this scary-ass, weird little kid who likes him a lot. Yeah. Um, who I'm very afraid of. Throw him down the moon door. Right? And he's like, dude, fine. I guess not today. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know. I just, I just like, I like his scheming. Like, I like him. I like fairies. I like people who uh, started from the bottom now they're here. Yeah. Um, because I think they're, they're the most interesting storylines because they know so much stuff. So, like, when you when you see them on screen, you know that something's going to go down because he knows about stuff. Yeah. And I'm not as worried. Yeah. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. I just found one extra thing that Mike wrote. Mike thinks that Peter is going to swing by the twins to get Frey's support because Walda got killed by Ramsay. Oh. So maybe. that actually is a little bit more plausible. Yeah. Although, is that something that has been, uh, I wonder if people actually know that. Do you know what I mean? Like, what, do the, the, do the phrase know that Fat Walda has been killed? Maybe not. I don't yeah. know how they'd find out, because it's not like Ramsay sending down a memo. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just feel like, would, would Peter still be hesitant to reach out to the phrase since they are a polarizing force? But yeah. if he reaches out to the phrase to get help in going up to Winterfell, then he... Like potentially loses northern bannermen. Yeah, and he loses Sansa, right? Sansa, yeah, Sansa nothing right away. Yeah, yeah. But he's gonna lose Sansa anyway. You see that preview at the end? She's like, you knew you about knew, yeah. Ramsay. Which yeah. is the thing that we've been we've been making that case yeah. all season five. It was like, how could he of all people not know who Ramsay Bolton was and what he was yeah. like? Dude, my beef with Ramsay is just like everyone on this show 
has shit luck except for Ramsey. Yeah. Like consistently things do not go as planned for people. More so, I think, for the good people, for sure. Yeah. But, like, pretty across the board, I think the show is good at punishing everyone. Yeah. Not Ramsey. Ramsey is fucking untouched. I know. And there's no punishment. There's what he's a little bit sad that his his dad doesn't totally love him. Like, oh, man. But his dad also gave him everything that a guy could have won. Yeah. I mean, yes. uh, Ramsey is just a... I mean, I, like, he's not a character anymore. He's not a... I mean, he, I don't know if he ever was, but he's not a person. He's just... No. He's an archetype of a villain. Well, yeah, there's no other side to him. There's yeah. no... Like, the softest we get is him with his dad stuff. But even that's not really his softness. We don't see a lot of that. Yeah. So he's all just, like, just pure, undiluted evil. Yeah. I mean, and that was the thing. was, like, Joffrey, right? For how evil and crazy he was, there was still, like, this under like underpinning of, this is a kid. Who yeah. is freaking out and is badly behaved, and he has never been told no, and that's where this behavior comes from. Right. Tywin, it was just like this is what happens when you are cold and mechanical, and you do whatever it takes to do this. Mm-hmm. Like every other villain, there is this layer to them that, like, both almost makes them scarier, but also makes them more human. Yeah. And then Ramsay, it's just like I like watching my dogs eat people. Yeah. Well, it's also, I don't know, how does he have that many people? Like, how does Ramsey still have, like, a squad, you know? Like, why haven't they been like, yo, we think he's fucking nuts. Let's, is like, it, I mean, kill him. Yeah. Because he's going to, like, at any moment, he could kill any of us. Or just, like, take off some vital organs or, like, skin. Let's just maybe... Let's just kill him. Let's just kill him real quick. They killed Jon Snow because, because he let some wildlings live in a different forest than yeah. they were already living in. This guy's like murdering babies and his family and like just being a god awful person. Like he, the pain must be great. Yeah. If they're all like, yeah, he's all right. He's really nice. He sits out the Red Lobster once a year. Although, may I ask, um, let's say you're at a job, right? And, okay. and you have a boss that you hate. Okay. And it's you and let's say like 12 other employees. Okay. How big's the company? Uh, companies. Company's about a hundred people total, but like, okay. um, you are the direct underlings to your boss, and uh, and and and, and uh, here's so here's the story, right? Is that you all hate your boss? Your boss is out of control. Mm-hmm. You know that if all twelve of you did something, you could stop it. But if you mention it to the wrong person who's just blindly loyal to this boss it means you get fed to a dog for sure do you bring it up to anybody (laughs) (laughs) i I don't know they need just they need to they need to cower kill they need to poison him yeah just so they can be like oh oh, uh, what happened he I, I told him to not drink any uh, drink any water that the chicken was in, but <laughs> he, he said he wanted to drink chicken water. He's, and he, dude. <laughs> He's always demanding new experiences, and who am I to stop him? He's a curious creature. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Ramsey is, is the unexplained thing. I'm going to run something by you. Okay. Um, and I run it by, I've been running it by people. The past three days now. Uh, and some people are like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And some people are like, 
David, what the fuck is wrong with you? You are stupid and you are wrong. But this is something that I cannot get out of my head. And it just, like, this sounds, this is going to sound so weird and creepy, but like for some reason it clicks with me. Okay. Which is, is, is there a scenario where John and Sansa wind up marrying each other? Hmm. I mean, I don't think that's crazy. I don't think it's totally crazy. I think in the books it'd be more likely to happen than on mm-hmm. TV. Yeah. I think for a TV audience, too many people would be like, what? What? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. yeah, I think it'd be too crazy for TV because we never see... We never see incest in serious television. <laughs> we only see it in comedies. Yeah. And that's been my whole thing. Yeah. It's like, where's the more serious dramatic incest stories? Yeah. Um, so I think it, I think for TV, it'd just be too much. Right. I could see it happening as a way for them to like solidify, for whatever reason, their like force in the North. I don't totally know how. Yeah. But that does seem like a thing that would be like, well, now there's two of us. And we're super married. And now we really are the wardens of the North. Yeah. So fuck off, but I mean, ideally, what I'd like to happen is they go down, they crush. I'm so nervous about Ramsey killing Jon Snow again. Like, if you got brought back to life and then fucking Ramsey killed you, I don't think that's allowed to happen. Pissed? I'd be. I don't think that's allowed. I think. I think there are now. I think there are the only people that are allowed to kill Jon now are Daenerys, yeah, Bran, and maybe Arya. Yeah, I can't think of I can't think of anybody else who's allowed, like who's no. got the right. Or actually, I, I will say a fourth one, which would be Peter Baelish. Peter, not Baal- in. Oh. It, I mean, it would have to shake right. out a certain way, but I, that's the only other person. Yeah, I would allow if Ramsey. I'm <clears throat> done with the show. If Ramsey, that's a dramatic statement, but that'd be the most fucked up thing and the most fucked up statement about evil triumphing over all. And it also, I mean, like uh, one of the things that. Um, fre- uh, podcast member Frank Farrell always talks about <laughs> is uh, John really hasn't done anything yet. Like, all the stuff he's done on the Night's Watch, like, he hasn't even gotten anybody else to believe that they're White Walkers. Right. So, for him to have just, like, if, if, if he had just died at the end of Season 5 and done nothing else, he didn't affect the plot at all. Right. Um, so... If he dies again, especially if it's to be killed by Ramsay, that he again probably hasn't affected the plot at all. Now, if he yeah. if he somehow um, puts Sansa in a position where she is like got suddenly got like a force of like ten thousand people and like is about to take over the North, then he's done something. So Ramsay, I guess, could kill him, but it would still would feel very bad. Be awful. I want Sansa to kill Ramsay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean. I guess too, like what what does Jon Snow's plot become? Because like what he goes south, which just seems like what he wants to do, and people think he's fucking nuts. Because that's all it is. Like no one will. His whole thing needs to be that like they're White Walkers. They are they are coming. They are fucking unstoppable. But like he, no one's gonna believe him. It's gonna be a really lame, crazy guy plot line. And that's what happens. And I don't know what else would happen. I think the I think what happens is. <clears throat> I think that he, I, 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 he's got it. Like they've got to take Winterfell back, right? Yeah, I think for and, sure. And I'm, oh, I want Sansa to just fucking rule that by herself. Yeah. I want Jon Snow to be like, I gotta go find like I don't know, go find fucking Sam. I gotta or find whatever. a Mac, yeah, magic sword or, or something. Or hopefully, as soon as they're done 
taking Winterfell, then a, a, a boat or a hot air balloon pulls up and Daenerys and Tyrion step out and they're like, hey, jump on. We got a plan. Yeah. And they like go. Boat in a, hot air balloon. Is that what we're calling dragons now? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, they can't just ride all on top of the dragon. It's not practical. No. You'd have to suspend a boat below the dragon that everyone sits in. <laughs> I would pay so much money if they started doing like dragon gondola rides <laughs> or dragon zeppelins. They're just like dragon dirigibles and they're great. Um, yeah, that, that'd be my, like, I want him to just, I think he has to go and find Daenerys now. Like, that's the only thing that's going to make his story interesting. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he's just going to see nuts. So you, you think he's going to go after Daenerys? I don't, he doesn't know about her. I think Daenerys, I think they're going to find him. I think they're going to find each other. I think yeah. he's going to be single-minded about stopping the White Walkers. And like, then, what, would his, what would his course of action be? Like, go to King's Landing? Well, I, you know, I mean... So, like, it sounded like from this episode, right? It sounded like Jon Snow was about to just, like, hitchhike to Dorne and just, like, spend the rest of his life on a beach. Fucking dishwashing, man. Like, he was just, like, second chance. I'm going to be more chill. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But so Sansa has, like, you know, Sansa, I think, convinced him and the letter convinced him. So I think maybe he's just going to become single-minded about protecting his family now. Yeah, well, the, oh, does he become the reuniter? Does he try to round up Bran and Arya? Maybe. If Oh, my God, I swear to God, if they if they do anything to Rickon, I'll be real pissed off. He's a boy. <laughs> He's just He's a He's just lad. a boy. And again, if, like, if, I guess, if, if, if all Rickon existed to do was fake die once and then be a plot device oh, to have to have to make John come back to Winterfell, yeah. feels a little. It just leave him in the islands because yeah. John already has a compelling case to come back to Winterfell. Yeah, that'd be such a freaking bummer. Uh, speaking of islands, you know who I don't fucking care about is anything that happening on the Iron Islands. Okay, I'm super bored about it. Uh, Rob loves it. Yeah, I. I feel like I'm on an island because I agree. I think <laughs> boring as shit. I mean, maybe something cool will happen. Even um, in the books, like I was like, Bleh. yeah. And the only character that I really liked, or not really liked, but the only character that was interesting for me was the guy, the the brother that they cut out of the show. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm just like, I don't know. You guys do whatever you want. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I'll see you later. There are a lot of Game of Thrones nerds that are like, the islands people are going to factor in in a major way. To the future of the show, and I'm just like, all right, yo, like, then why did they sit out three at three seasons? Yeah, is that, that's what you think? You think the people that were riding the pine for three seasons are like? I mean, I, I agree, they're gonna be, they're obviously a part of the show now, right? But ugh, I'm so uninterested in them. I don't even care. I'm trying to think of what else I really liked in this episode. Um, I'm really worried about Daenerys now because great, great victory. Love that. Yeah. Great. Back where we like her. Making choices, being forceful, believing in herself. Yeah. That's the Daenerys that I like watching. Yep, yep, yep. But now, she's going to do the same fucking thing she did before, where she's like, well, now I have all these people. I have to take care of them. Like, I'm just afraid we're going to be in a loop where she's constantly like, I have to... You think she's going to move? I think think this is... I I think this is the... I think she um, reunites with the Marine people, Mm -hmm. and then it's... It's Westeros. I think. It's, it's see, I think. Be I Westeros. think this season ends with Daenerys landing, landing in, Westeros. in Westeros. Yeah. Yeah. We only have what one more season after this. Allegedly, 
Okay. Um, who knows? Because George R. R. Martin hasn't finished writing any fucking books. But they're completely divergent now. Yeah, that's true. So, like, I don't know. I think they said what they said was they might do a final season that's split into two parts and okay. run over the course of two years. Okay. So, sure. like, Mad Men. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cheater's way to do that. Cool. Um, I'm trying to think of if there's anything else that I wanted to talk about, crumbs or otherwise. I think we had we had some so we had a social media check in. Oh, just um, somebody named Lady Spirit Ooh. wrote into us and uh, said, uh, "Please do all future podcasts drunk." To which I say, "I'll try." Cersei style. <laughs> yeah, I'm not afraid. Um, oh, I would love that. The uh, other thing that I wanted to check in about was, oh, uh, Rob had a question that he wanted to leave us with. Okay. Which is, what was the bigger event? The first time Khaleesi got set on fire or the second time? I, I want to say the first time. I think the first time because it was... Like, it was discovery. I think this was important because it was, like, renewal. It was yeah. her refining it and, like reconnecting with the thing that makes her powerful and like acknowledging that. But the first time was great because she was in a much lower place. So I think it was more satisfying. More like, satisfying. Big moment. Big moment. And the dragons came with her. Absolutely. And like I, the first time I was like, genuinely, I was like, well, she's going to gonna just die or like be like a, a desert widow or something. <laughs> um, I thought when you, when you started to say desert widow, I was like, where... Like, do you mean do you mean that she's gonna burn so hot she turns to sand or something like that? <laughs> she just becomes some desert. Um, but the second time, as much as it was like a like a crazy situation, I like I knew she was gonna get out. She got out in the most badass way possible, like the coolest possible way. There was like I love that it was on her own, except for the door being barred. But it was on her own. It was like using this her like her family's strength. It was like, it was great. It was really, really cool. But I, either way, I was like, she's going to get, they're not going to fucking kill her. No. She's going to get out. A dragon's going to swoop in. They're going to arrow some people. That was the whole thing with this whole, the whole, uh, uh, what are they called again? Dothraki. This whole plot was like, I was like, I, I, there's no tension in what's going to happen. No. It was still awesome to see. For sure. But like, I, we, we, the question was just how, not yeah. Well, I think that's why I was annoyed with it, because it was just taking so long. Yeah. But I was like, I know you guys are going to save her. Could you do it yeah. now, please? Yeah. yeah. You're going to save her, or she's going to save herself, or Drogon's going to save her. Yeah. I think that, I think this was a significant one, because yeah. I think it sets her, it course corrects her. Yeah. It puts her back on track to, like, remembering what she came to do. Um, but, yeah, but I think the first one was way more significant. Nice. In terms of her connecting us. Cool. So let's play a quick game. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Um, so it's true or false. Um I'll say I'll make a statement. You say whether it's true or false. Okay. True or false? Um, the plan that Cersei has cooked up in King's Landing is stupid. True. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It's super dumb. Yeah. Well, like, wasn't there a lesson to be learned in the first time they tried to like control the sparrows and be like, "Oh, we'll give them their power back." Like, isn't there some lesson there of like maybe this is an unpredictable force that we just don't meddle with yeah maybe that's a thing yeah yeah although i like you know you think like what would tywin do and the answer is tywin would have never made the mistake in the first place absolutely but like it's like now that we're here what would he do and i don't know well i mean 
my I think the other option would be like would Tywin like hire someone to kill him in the night, like the High Sparrow? Because without the High Sparrow, the structure becomes unstable. Right. And then from there it's a nut like if there's not a central authority figure, it's easier for the Kingsguard to go in and like take Marjorie out. Yeah. And go from I don't know. Yeah. That's what I would do. Poison. Yeah. I would poison, poison. the High Sparrow. Like poison. Um, so much poison. Okay. Uh True or false? The marine plot right now is boring. True. I'm not super engaged in it, but it puts me on edge, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's the details of it are, like, super friggin' boring. Mm-hmm. But the... The like morality behind it is really interesting to me, mm-hmm. and the idea of compromising. I like it because okay. a lot of people's like I like seeing, um, what's his name, Wormhole, uh, Grey Worm. Worm, yeah, <laughs> like Worm, Grey Worm. Like I like seeing him in a place, and like Sandy in a place where they're like, oh fuck, we don't like this, but also seeing Tyrion be a person who's like, this is what it has to be to work. I think it's interesting. Yeah. It, like the actually like seeing it happen is very dull, but when I think about it, I'm like, well, this is yeah. cool. It's also going to be interesting to see if it a does work, and b if Missandei and Grey Worm will continue to buy in. Yeah, uh, because it's just like you know, <laughs> I find it hard to believe that these two ex slaves are going to continue to advocate for you know measured slavery, right? But I think they both also are acknowledging that, like, they don't know what else to do. they would do. Yeah. Um, I think, like, I don't know if this is a super, the super Disney version of this slave plot line would be that, I don't know if it's an opportunity for the slavers to then turn in a way that shows, because, like, Tyrion made some comment about, like, we're playing, they think that we're weak and, like, we're playing into that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it's an opportunity for Tyrion to win them and show that he's a capable person mm-hmm. by... Like, some twist in there. Sure. So I'm hoping that's what happens, because that means that then the slavery can still be gone there, but they also have taken on the slavers in, like, a a way that is final, and there won't be, like, yeah. I don't know, sense of harpy nonsense going on. That's my ideal situation. Sure. I don't know. The other thing that I always think about is, uh, it's just, like, if you had told me that we were going to have Tyrion, uh, Varys, Missandei, and Grey Worm in the same room... For a lot of time. Yeah. And you told me that it was going to be like the third or fourth or fifth most interesting thing <laughs> on any given episode. I would, I wouldn't believe you. I wouldn't believe that it was that low on the list. Yeah. But it kind of is. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it because they're all on a holding pattern. Like none of them can totally do anything without Daenerys. So they're all just like hanging out <laughs> yeah um true or false Littlefinger and we kind of dwelled on this already Littlefinger is Littlefinger's main goal is to become king false false I think he knows better than to want to become king uh huh I think Trying to figure out what he wants. I don't think it's the king because he knows he's seen how that works. He knows it's mostly a figurehead. He knows the danger that the king puts himself in just by being visible. Mm-hmm. And he knows that they don't really pull the strings. So I would imagine he wants something 
a little bit more like legacy oriented or something more secure for himself. Okay. Or like, or, or maybe, maybe it's like a proving himself thing, but I don't know totally what the end game for that would be either. This was, this was big for me this season episode because this is kind of the first time that Littlefinger has actually advocated direct action. Yeah. And so I, I just like, I, like I, it makes me now very nervous about like, what does he want? Well, what's up his sleeve? I mean, do you think that's him? That's him showing a flaw that now that before he could get away with kind of being shadowy, and now he's directly advocating for things. Like, is that him? Is it getting him too him? powerful and like starting to? Is it to a, like reveal a flaw that he has? Is it a flaw, or is it that he now is in a position where he might wind up being acting, acting uh, Lord of the Vale, and like? You know, in a position where he's essentially warden of the North. Also, you think he's, he's going to try to marry Sansa? I, I mean, look, I don't. I think there's a non-zero probability that that's how this plays out. I think that there's would, a non-zero. Pro- right now, I think there's a non-zero probability that anybody with a pulse winds up marrying Sansa. Yeah, but no, uh, but but Littlefinger, I think there. It's not zero, right? No, but I mean, I think she'd marry Robin over. I think that's what she would do, but what would what does Littlefinger want? I think Littlefinger would also have that happen because he yeah. would jeopardize just, his relationship with the Vale if because Robin still ranks higher than him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. That's why I like him. He's a real weirdo. Like yeah. maybe he does have a Snape thing where like all he wants is like I don't know, like a fucking locket that he lost in a swamp <laughs> when he was like ten, and once he gets that, he like dies. Yeah, he's like owns all of Westeros and he dies holding a swamp <laughs> locket. Yeah, it's just his uh, his rosebud, his dumb rosebud. <laughs> um, cool, cool, cool. So um, the thing that we've been doing to kind of close out each episode of the Second Thoughts podcast is we talk about who we think the breakout star is. Um, so not to pat myself on the back but I totally am is uh, is last week I said this character wasn't in the last episode and that's why I'm picking them and it was Sansa and I was completely right about that okay. Sansa was the breakout star um, so who do you think is going to be the breakout star for the next of episode. episode 5 the upcoming episode um, I think it's going to be Marjorie whoa yeah I like that I think I really liked Marjorie in the last episode because it was so again. I think it was it was total ladies episode, man. Like ladies were just trumping. And I think uh, seeing her with her brother and seeing her be like, "You can't break," kind of thing when he was broken. Mm-hmm. I I really like her. I want something cool to happen with her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, I have no idea what it would be because she's in fucking nun jail. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I went. I think it's. I, re- I like her character. Like I like the women in that family. Yeah. And I want her to have something cool happen. Yeah. Um, God, I'm all over the place. You know, I think about characters that are not, that were not in this last episode. There was no Arya in this episode, but yeah. I don't think that Arya's ready. New city I don't think she's right ready for a, uh, for a breakout episode yet. I mean, I get it. She has no name. She's getting the shit beat out of her with yardsticks. Like, I don't care. Yeah. It's, um, I, I was like really happy a couple episodes back because they finally did a montage with Arya's plot line, which is going on forever. They could have done. They could have done three plot lines and saved yeah. four hours worth of Aria footage. Yeah, man. Um, my breakout star for this next episode. 
is Alaria Sand. Oh, okay, good. I think that I think that the Dorn storyline has been a mess. They just in episode one they did something to try and right the ship, I guess, or just to to wash everything that happened away. Yeah. And now they have to make that count. Um, and so we're five episodes in, where we just had four, or we just had three episodes where Dorn wasn't a factor at all. Yeah. I think we go back to Dorn and something happens. I said, well, something has to happen, right? Because right now Dorn is pretty. Like, it's a mess, but it's also tidy as a storyline. Yeah. Like, the only person who's an interest now in Dorne would possibly be Jamie and Cersei because of the oh, blonde daughter. Oh, I keep wanting to say Leanna. Um, no. Lisa. No. Ella. No. We, we're going to have to put name? this on our next DuckTales. It's like a T sound, isn't it? Teresa. No, it's... Oh, God. Tammy. Wait, so it's Tommen, Joffrey, and Marcella. Marcella. Yeah. Oh, worst. <laughs> I call her Ella for short. That's like, <laughs> That's nice. Uh, Teresa, Ella. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, but other than that, it's like nothing's going on. There's no interest in Dorn. Yeah. So, yeah, and like Dorn also for me is, I'm like, well, this is a freaking cool Indiana Jones movie. It's, is it over? <laughs> like, nothing's happening there. Yeah. Oh, God. You know, it's just... I get that Dorne was in the books, and I think Dorne's interesting in the books. But like, if you can't, if you feel like you can't wiggle something in, and in a way that makes it count, just don't just include don't do it. it. Yeah. And I think they had to include it because Oberyn was such a fun character right. and such an important part of the thing. But like, just have it loom in the background. Just well, make it's so much more interconnected in the books too, yeah. right? And in this way, they've only connected in certain spots. And they've almost cut all of it off. Yeah. Like they put themselves in a weird place where they had a huge inciting incident in the first episode of the season, like you said. Yeah. And now it's just like, but why do I want to see the rest of that? You guys will sort it out. Yeah, I guess it'll figure itself out. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, let's call it here. Let's call it I here. feel like we've done an, a, a nice little recap of just the things that are still churning in the mm-hmm. old brain. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, oh, I am in a, a, like a live show. Yeah. Okay. I'm in a live show on Friday called A Galaxy Uncherished. It's at the playground. It's at 10.15. It's $10 sponsored by Sketchfest. We're in the city of Philadelphia, We're in the city way. of Philadelphia. They could Google it. They'd figure it out. <laughs> um, it's a Tennessee Williams in space sketch comedy show. Um, it's one long sketch. It's a 40 minute sketch. And we're paired with a group from New York, one idiot uh, from UCB, who's also doing a Tennessee Williams sketch comedy show wow. called What the Horse Saw. So it's going to be a really absurd thing. We really? should go see it. Yeah. A lot of Tennessee. Um, as for me, just keep following me on Twitter. Solid. Yes, I just want please. numbers. I just want numbers. My uh, Twitter handle is Philly D Way. That's Philly D E E Way. And, uh, Listen, hit me up, uh, email the podcast, uh, at me on Twitter, at SRM Podcast on Twitter. Uh, let us know what you think, how you feel. We got some reviews, but I don't have access to that stuff because Mike doesn't like to share. Rude. So, on behalf of Mike Marbeck, I'm David Danella. I'm Caitlin Weigel. Bye. Bye-bye.